And LSU hosting Arkansas on Saturday. And we know it's a big game for on-the-field reasons. SEC West implications. LSU continuing to hopefully realize the goal of getting back to the SEC championship. But it's also important for another reason. You are Locked On LSU. Your daily podcast on the LSU Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team. Every day. Well, thank you for making Locked on LSU your first listen every single day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Also, reminder, you can also check us out on YouTube as well. The goal is to get to 3,000 subscribers by the Alabama game. We're over a month away. I believe in you. You can do it. Help me out. 3,000 subscribers by Alabama. But on today's edition of Locked in LSU, we're going to break down the other reason of why this game against Arkansas is so important. Obviously, on the field implications are incredibly important, but sideline implications and not off the field because it's not off the field implications. It's recruiting implications. We learned from Brian Smith that Brian Kelly was prioritizing the home home games in-conference games for in-state recruits. There is going to be a myriad of recruits in the 2024 and 2025 classes at the game on Saturday. Who is it? What can they bring to LSU? So we're going to break all of that down with Brian Smith. And today's edition of Locked On LSU is brought to you by LinkedIn. Hey, these days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. So that's why LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. To post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. Terms and conditions apply. All right, joining Locked On LSU now is your favorite, my favorite, Brian Smith, Locked On's official recruiting insider, also host of Locked On Seminoles. So we're just going beyond enemy lines a little bit here. But I want to get into the recruiting side of things because you were sending me some photos and videos of LSU commit Kai Bates, four-star corner in the 2024 class. You sent me a picture of him. And I was like, are you at an NFL game? Because that looks like a grown-ass man in a high school uniform. What did you see from Kai Bates last weekend? Uh, a 6'2 corner that is ready to infiltrate the ranks at LSU and play early. Uh, great kid. Known him for a while. He plays at Edgewater, and they play big boy football in Orlando. And he's a kid that can play safety, corner, nickel, whatever you need. But he has the length that you think of when you think about the history of the cornerback position for the Bayou Bengals. He's got all those measurables, and he's a physical kid. There was a play where he made a tackle, and he decleated the kid. Like, he picked him up and dropped him. You know, it's not normal for corners to play like that. But you yeah. expect it at LSU. So, mm-hmm. he fits right into their room, and Ward only knows they need help in the secondary. So, I'm sure the Bayou Bengal fans will be happy to see Mr. Bates in an LSU uniform. Absolutely need some help <laughs> in the secondary. My I knew goodness. you were going to say that. <laughs> yes. I, I need some help in the secondary. And that's what we, you and I have talked about, you know, the, a few times is, LSU's DBU, why are they struggling so much to get good quality cornerback play? But I think we also need to remind ourselves that it's early in the Brian Kelly tenure, but seeing guys like Kai Bates, not just in the 2024 class, but in the 2025 class as well, that the DBU reputation still holds and that there are still kids across the country, some of the top cornerback talent that want to play in an LSU uniform. Absolutely. 
Look, LSU has a certain moniker with it that only a few other schools do. Ohio State, Florida, Bama, there's a handful. When it comes to corner, they always want to look at that. When I talked to Kai about it right before he made his decision, he made it clear that LSU was very high on his board, and then he committed like a week later. It was one of the things he talked about. So the tradition mattered. And I think he kind of knew what we found out against Florida State, that they needed some help. I'm sure that was communicated privately in the recruitment. But now after seeing him live, and he's gotten really strong in his upper body, like you said, that Mm -hmm. photo was pretty telling. This is a young man I really do think can play early. I don't know how they'll utilize him because he's a smart kid too, very articulate. They might give him multiple roles, but he'll play early for the Tigers. And is that given depth? Is that given talent? Or is it a little bit of both? Both. Look, I'm sure LSU is going to hit the portal again after this year because you're always looking for corner. Yeah, Mm -hmm. because the SEC, as we'll talk about momentarily, is a little bit down this year, especially the West. That's not going to last long. So you need to bulk up and get better in the secondary each and every chance that you get. So maybe they get one kid, they get Bates, et cetera. They got another corner from end stage, Juan Johnson, that's good. They'll be fine long-term. They just got to find a way to get through 24. And looking at the other side of the football, recruiting-wise, now Kai Bates is in the 2024 class. Looking at 2025, offensively, Decorian Moore, wide receiver, five-star out of Duncanville, Texas, high on the Tigers. The Tigers are high on him. What do you know about him and his recruitment so far? After he committed, it shocked me because he had 40 offers already. Right. But LSU recruits the Dallas Metroplex really hard. I saw him at the Under Armour event at IMG Academy in Bradenton, and he was one of the top two or three receivers there. These are elite kids. And I was just shocked, like, talking about Kai. This is a kid that's not huge yet, but he has zero body fat. Mm-hmm. He takes to his craft, and he's at arguably the best program in the state of Texas in Duncanville. He will come in polished. He has a chance to literally, if he continues on this path, to compete for a starting role at LSU, which is rarefied air for a freshman, but, you know, depending on how much he can pick up the playbook. Across the middle, going deep screens, whatever it is, he's more than adept at doing so. So you're going to be hearing a lot about more from LSU fans for the next couple of years because I'm sure there's plenty of them in Baton Rouge, but there's a lot of them in Dallas too. They'll be posting some videos of him. And that's the important thing to keep in mind too is, yes, it's 2025, and yes, you know, you're two years out from seeing him, but looking at LSU's wide receiver room now, just going into 2024, it's going to be depleted. You likely lose Brian Thomas. You likely lose Malik Neighbors. It's important to build up that young receiving core, and, you know, you have a Shelton Sampson, um, you know, below on the depth chart now, but once 2025 comes around, you just continue that pipeline and um, DeCorian Moore is part of it. And just to kind of give context, just for LSU fans listening, chose LSU. He had offers from Ohio State, USC, Oregon, Oklahoma, Ohio, like some of the, the top programs in college football and also some of the top programs in college football that recruit and develop some of the top wide receiver talent in, the co- in college football and also apply p- pipeline into the NFL. It's amazing how LSU continuously puts receivers into the National Football League. They always talk about each year, Ah, they lost all these guys, and I, I've stopped reading the wide receiver previews, Phil Steele or otherwise, because I always know there's another guy. Yeah. that's The state of Louisiana per capita is probably about as good as it gets in most spots, but receiver might be top of the board. Uh, neighbors is a kid, too. I love him. The touchdown he had last week to kind of get it going. There's no way he's going to play his senior year. Uh, Brian Thomas is the one I'm curious about. I would say he's a fringe NFL guy. I'm sure LSU's already working on, you know, you could be the guy next year if you come back. But I wouldn't be surprised if he left, too. He's a big-bodied kid. 
Uh, I get it if he leaves because the NFL covets his his frame, but LSU will be fine either way. I'm not worried about the Tigers at wide receiver. I mean, yeah, like look at the two best receivers in the NFL right now. Yeah, there you Both go. Both wore an LSU uniform and at the same time. And sometimes whenever I watch them on a Sunday, I think to myself like, man, I really hope that I truly just enjoyed the time when those two played on my yeah. team together. Uh, but coming up next, it's a big weekend for LSU, not just on the field, but on the sidelines as well, hosting a bunch of four- and five-star recruits in the 2024 and 2025 classes. Who is it exactly and what does Brian know about them? We'll get into that coming up next. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. So you want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. And LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. We all know that money does not grow in trees around here. So when you're trying to find the right person that fits for your, your role, your business to help your team fire on all cylinders. You don't want to have to dish out a ton of money for recruiters or for a recruiting site. That's the great thing about LinkedIn jobs that when my radio station that I work for, when we were, when we used LinkedIn jobs, that was one of the best parts about it was we found a very quality hire and we did not have to dish out a bunch of resources in order to find that person that has settled in so wonderfully into our team. And it's also super easy to create a job post with LinkedIn jobs. Just go to LinkedIn, create a free job post, add your job in the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you are hiring. Plus, they've got simple tools like screening questions that make it super easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you would like to interview and Hire. Don't waste any time with candidates that don't have the right qualifications or experience that you are looking for. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the qualified candidates that you want to talk to faster. So post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college. That is linkedin.com slash locked on college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. All right, I want to tell you about DoorDash Groceries. Okay, this is a true, real story that happened to me just a couple weeks ago. So it was my boyfriend's birthday, and it fell on a weeknight. And I made dinner reservations at one of his favorite fancy restaurants. And then throughout the middle of the day, he texted me and he said, hey, thank you for making those reservations. But honestly, it's been a long day. I'm pretty tired. Would it be okay if maybe you just made dinner at home, made, if we made the fun dinner at home? And I'm thinking, well, yes, of course, you're the birthday boy. We can do whatever you want. But I also have zero groceries and also I have zero time to go shop for those groceries to make you a birthday dinner. So I'm scrambling and a little light bulb popped off my head and I said, okay, I need to get this stuff done. I have a bunch of things that I need to do for work. So I went to DoorDash to get those groceries and it was so super easy. Just added all of the things that I needed to make that dinner that he wanted. And it was at my doorstep in less than an hour. I mean, you've trusted DoorDash to deliver your favorite restaurants, but now you can get grocery delivery that actually delivers too. And, you know, the greatest thing, the best thing for me with, with DoorDash delivery was that they communicate with you, that I had one thing on the list that I needed for the recipe. You reached out and said, hey, they don't have this. Does this work? And I'm like, yep, that's perfect. Thanks for letting me know. Thanks for the heads up. Thanks for communicating that with me. 
Plus, they've got thousands of grocery stores to choose from, so you will find the best in your neighborhood and boast your local economy with each and every order. To get 50% off your first DoorDash order up to a $20 value when you use code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE at checkout. Limited time offer, terms apply. That is 50% off $20, no minimum subtotal, and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code Locked on college. Don't forget that is code locked on college, L O C K E D O N C O L L E G E, one word, for 50% off your first order with DoorDash. Well, thanks again for making Locked on LSU your first listen every single day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast. Brian Smith, Locked On's official recruiting insider, is with us. LSU uh, hosts Arkansas this weekend. And one thing that you and I talked about probably a few months ago was. Brian Kelly's plan for hosting recruits, that in-state recruits were the priority for in-season SEC matchups. And we're seeing that a little bit this weekend. Also, a little bit of quarterback love as well. An (laughs) out-of-state recruit coming in this weekend, a kid from where I live in Nashville, George McIntyre will visit LSU this weekend. He's the number two quarterback in the 2025 class. What do you know about him? McIntyre is a classic Peyton Manning kind of quarterback, but he's got more mobility than that. Classic throwing motion, very developed in terms of understanding the position. Mm-hmm. I think he's the most, I don't know, if I, I hate giving a kid a moniker this early, that most likely to be like a Manning long-term. Just his mannerisms and everything he does reminds me of Peyton. Obviously, that's a good sign. <laughs> um, he plays at a good program. He's been trained very well. And he's just so advanced mentally. He's got offer from pretty much every program. Yeah. I was told that he's Alabama's number one, if that puts it in perspective. So that could be an interesting recruiting battle. LSU and Alabama, uh, your favorite program. My favorite program. Love them. <laughs> <laughs> Had to dig you a little bit. But anyway, he's he's got offers from every school in the country for a reason. He could end up being the number one player in the class. It wouldn't shock me. And LSU needs quarterback in every class. They're trying to push that pile. And mm. This is a way to do it. If you get a kid like him early too, Caroline, that changes how other kids look at the class. They got Colin Hurley last year early. That helped this recruiting class. It would be the same thing if George committed. I'm sure they're trying to do that. There would be nothing wrong with it. That's for sure. A uh, Peyton Manning type of quarterback in Nashville. I'm sure Vols fans will absolutely love it if he goes to either (laughs) Alabama or LSU or leaves the state of Tennessee. I would would love it. I would oh, I'm sure you would absolutely revel in it for, I, for other oh, reasons. Well, shove it in all their faces, 100%. <laughs> absolutely. And, and you know, it's a huge, a huge recruiting weekend across the SEC. Um, Daniel Hill going to Alabama this weekend. Um, he's a kid from Mississippi. He's a kid that LSU has been looking at. He's a four-star running back athlete, but also, you know, he's been primarily playing at running back out of Mississippi. Is that a guy that you think is just throw your hands up? He's headed to Alabama because this is his second trip to Alabama, or is this still a guy that could be on LSU's radar? He's taken a bunch of trips. South Carolina and Alabama were thought to be the schools forever, mm-hmm. but I, I've always thought that LSU was just as likely for a kid in the state of Mississippi as Ole Miss or Mississippi State or even Alabama. For whatever reason, there's a lot of attraction there. Mm-hmm. And the way Alabama is playing right now is going to help. Uh, I'm sure that bothers you a lot too. Oh, but, yeah, I, mean, I just absolutely hate how bad Alabama looks. It's just the worst. 
I mean, they, they're hard to watch right now. They really are. South but, Florida game was, was rough. We will get into that. <laughs> the whole thing is still coming down to this, though. LSU found their running game here recently. Yeah. It's easier to sell. Uh, Daniel Hill is 220 pounds, kind of like you mentioned with Kai Bates. That is a grown man. And when he comes downhill, he's kind of like Quinshawn Judkins, something like that. John Emery, those kind of power running backs. That fits what LSU wants to do under Brian Kelly. Sets up your play-action passing game and helps all those wide receivers like DeCorian Moore. They can get him on campus for a visit this fall. Wouldn't shock me. But there's still a ton of kids are they're bringing in from the in-state too. And this is kind of like the cherry on top. I like what Kelly's doing, focusing on an in-state. I've said it a number of times on this show. They probably haven't recruited the state of Louisiana like they should. But this staff has changed that trend. Hopefully for LSU fans, it continues. Dominic McKinley's the kid. Until I hear otherwise, the kid you're always going to hear me mention on this show is Dominic McKinley's committed to AM. That's a young man that's a special talent. He's right down the road in the greater Lafayette area, if I remember correctly. You can't lose kids like him at D-line to your rival. Yeah. So that's the one I'm kind of curious about. As we get into November, that'll be in particular the one that I'm most curious about. That has been something that has been so frustrating as an LSU fan <laughs> throughout several different coaching tenures is why is LSU now playing some of the top talent in Louisiana? Like, why are we going against those kids? It was the same thing against Florida State. You mean to tell me that they Keon Coleman job. was yeah. just right down the street and wanted to come into LSU and now he's carving up that defense? I don't think they even offered him, sweetie. I, I really don't think they did. That was I mean. one thing, like one kind of storyline that was being circulated was LSU never offered him. And if that's true, then that there's a reason why that coaching staff is no longer on the LSU sidelines. But there was also, you know, he tweeted, he was like, look, they did offer me. I just didn't want to go there. So I don't know what the truth is there. Who knows? Um, you know, can't go back. Can't can't retroactively offer the kid. But it was the same thing with Devontae Smith. Like you're telling me that this kid who's carving up LSU's defense he grew up right down the road away. from Baton Rouge. <laughs> Just so frustrating. But there is, you know, the the emphasis on in-state recruiting, and the fact that the emphasis on in-state recruiting came from a man who's from Boston and has been coaching in Notre Dame. And the emphasis didn't come from the man who grew up in the Bayou is strange, but as long as you get on this in the right track, that's all I can ask. Well, that's the, the odd part about it because they've got guys on the staff and have forever uh, the last two, three staffs that know the state grew up in the state have coached at LSU before that staff got started. You would have thought that there would have been a better emphasis. And I'm not saying they completely tossed it aside, right? but that doesn't mean they maximized either. Mm -hmm. So obviously it's easy to pick a couple of guys and say, Hey, what about this guy? ETN went to Clemson. He's from Louisiana. Mm -hmm. LSU didn't offer. You should have more. The other intel. ETN? <laughs> well, there's, there's two. I mean, it's unbelievable. Yeah. There's just so many kids that come out of that state that don't get a lot of hype because they're in some small town, you know, the state, right? You have to know the people in the state. Well, who's going to know more than anybody? The people in the LSU football office, they know there's a kid on every team that's talented. And there's a couple of guys, at least on every high school staff that likes LSU. Mm -hmm. And once they're getting to go to LSU, they're talking to them. Yeah. So that's on the staffs for not finding the diamonds and the roughs as often as they should. Now, I'm not saying like they don't get some because like the Honey Badger was very, very much an underrated recruit. So, OK, they got a few. Jefferson. Jefferson 
That's the easy one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I met him this summer. He's a great guy. And obviously he's, I think he's as good a football player as there is on the planet. Uh, and he takes it to his craft very seriously. So mm -hmm. you just got to find him and not worry about what everybody at rivals and 24 seven, et cetera. Think you need to do your own evaluations. That's why I appreciate the added emphasis on in-state recruits this season that Brian Kelly is, you know, rolling out the red carpet, giving the five-star treatment and the in-season treatment to the in-state guys, because yeah, you can assume that if you're from Louisiana, you want to go to LSU, put the full court press on them, keep the best talent in state. Uh, but coming up next, I want to get into the sec West, the sec as a whole, because it's looking like the West after week three could just be LSU's for the takings. We'll get into that on the other side. I want to tell you about FanDuel. Snap into action this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. And right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That is $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. So the over-under this weekend for Arkansas versus LSU on the FanDuel Sportsbook app is 54 and a half. Based off of what we saw offensively from both Arkansas and LSU, LSU put up 40-plus points. Arkansas put up 30-plus points. Give me the over. These are two really good defenses. I totally and completely understand that. And this is going to be a tough battle, one in the trenches. But I still think that, you know, even with these good defenses, these are two high-powered offenses that can put up some points. Plus, life is just too short to take the under. So give me the over on this game on the FanDuel Sportsbook app. And if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there is no better time to get in on the action because there's such a wide range of betting options. They've got spreads, player props, over-unders, like I just mentioned, plus so much more. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. All right, Brian Smith is with us, locked on to official recruiting insider, but also just somebody that I can just vent to football-wise. I did it after week one. <laughs> I felt better after, so I, you know, send me a, a bill for my therapy after that. <laughs> uh, the SEC West, Brian, I'm so unimpressed. Alabama has a quarterback problem. Ole Miss, we'll see. You know, the take on Alabama this weekend, and that's when I get into this Ole Miss-Alabama game. It could have, you know, big implications for LSU and for the SEC West. One thing that I've been talking a lot about is I want to get and I want to get your perspective on it. Can the loser of this game still have an opportunity to win the West? It's possible, but it would be very difficult. Um, you and I don't trust Ole Miss, but I think Ole Miss is better than Bama because they've got a quarterback that's three times better. Uh, Jackson Dart's going to get paid. Um, I don't know what you call the depth chart at Alabama other than dead last in the Southeastern Conference. Dead last at quarterback. Not any other position, just, just quarterback. Just quarterback. But in my opinion, on any given game, that is at least one-third of your barometer of who's going to win. Mm -hmm. uh, are you trusting Milrow, Caroline? What, what would you say on your trust factor, one to ten for Milrow in a big game? In a big game? Well, we saw one. <laughs> he saw it against how, Texas. How that go in the fourth quarter? Turned the football him? over, couldn't get the ball downfield <laughs> to his playmakers. I mean, look, I said going to the Texas game, Jalen Milrow, prove to me that you can win a game by throwing the football. Prove to me that you can do what Bryce Young did against Texas last year. Okay. And just put on a Superman cape and, you know, illustrated the most beautiful drive to get downfield and kick a field goal to beat Texas. And Jalen Milrow didn't do that. Look, not a lot of quarterbacks are Bryce Young. There's a reason why Bryce Young is Bryce Young. 
But, I mean, you need a quarterback that can throw the football and can get the ball into the hands of their playmakers. Jalen Milrow has not proven that he can do that. It's weird because, Caroline, he throws the deep ball pretty well, Mm -hmm. but then he misses a five-yard hitch. Or he throws the ball late, and then it goes this way. Mm -hmm. Um, You do that against the SEC West or, well, Middle Tennessee State, there's still going to be guys that can take it the other direction. He's just not in sync with his guys. Mm -hmm. I have no idea if him and Tommy Reese and that Alabama staff can figure it out. But if not, they're not even going to finish second in the SEC West. You're not going to win in the SEC without some quarterback play. And I know, as we mentioned earlier, this is not the greatest year for the SEC. It's one of those weird years. But Mm -hmm. still, LSU's got a quarterback. Ole Miss has got a quarterback. A&M's got a quarterback. Arkansas does. They just don't have anything around him. Mm-hmm. I feel sorry for him. He's probably the most wasted player in college football. I do but, too. Yeah. I know you're probably just tore up about the Arkansas thing. But. Well, look, 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 I have no problem with Arkansas not having any playmakers, but I do. I like the, the human side of me. I, I feel for players like that, that have so much talent. That's not going to be completely realized just because of either coaching or the talent around them or both. Um, so I do kind of feel for KJ Jefferson and I'm not going to feel for him this Saturday, but that's kind of where I was leading. But anyway, um, your bias will go aside after that, I'm sure. But anyway, yeah, KJ just, he's running for his life and that's, that's part of the gig, you know, Mm -hmm. the SEC West though. I mean, Mississippi state is terrible. They're going to finish dead last and that guy's not going to be there long either, but Ole Miss, if they win this game, the Ole Miss LSU games next weekend. And I know this will break your heart. After Alabama is going to do you a favor, Caroline, regardless of whether they win this game or not. The one thing I will guarantee you is that the Rebels will be beat up. There is no way around it. The, they already are. I know they, they, they got some guys back, some of their skill guys, but Judkins has been beat up. He was on a pitch count, etc. I'll be curious to see how their O-line plays, etc. Judkins is averaging 3.3 yards a carry. That's an NFL running back. So, you know, he's not anywhere near up to par, mm-hmm. but they got a couple of receivers back. They still got Michael Trigg, et cetera. I'm telling you, they're going to go to, they're going to go into Bryant Denny and win. They're going to win. Ole Miss's offensive line gives me concern oh, for I know. Ole Miss. For Ole Miss. I know. I know. But, okay, our, this is the rest of LSU schedule. Hosting Arkansas this weekend, Ole Miss next weekend, on the road at Missouri, hosting Auburn, hosting Army, on the road at Alabama hosting Florida, hosting Georgia State, and then hosting Texas A&M to round out the season. I don't see an automatic L, like a, like in Sharpie oh, that I am not. writing loss on LSU's schedule. The one game that would bother me the most is the one LSU fans would never accept because they're LSU fans, but that's the Missouri game. They finally oh, figured yeah. out quarterback. They finally and- figured out quarterback. He's pretty good, and they got an NFL top 20 pick at receiver. Luther Burden, I think, is the most Holy underrated Christ. player in the Southeastern Conference. Nobody talks about him because he plays Cause he Missouri. plays Missouri. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. If he played at LSU, he'd be all Oh, the oh, oh, yeah. He's sports in be... our top 10. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. But I have a feeling that LSU's corners are going to know a lot about him very soon. <laughs> so... Probably so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That game will be very interesting. Mm-hmm. And after playing a little gauntlet of, of some good games – if you go in there sleepy, that in the fourth quarter, you're going to send me a text that I can't repeat right now on the on the air. So that's I know how that works. But yeah, I will be there too. So uh, I'm hoping. Oh, you're going up there? Oof. I am. Yeah, yeah. I'm from St. Louis, so 
Ah, there you go. Well, yeah. it's only two hours from St. Louis to get over there. So, yeah, I, I think it'll be a good game. They get through that. I mean, I don't think Alabama is going to be out to outscore Jaden Daniels. And I don't trust anything A&M does. I've seen them live. Mm -hmm. That's secondary. Caroline, I know you're a good athlete, but you shouldn't be able to outrun a and secondary. And I believe that you can. I'm not a good athlete, but thank you for, uh, thank you for uh, saying that. Well, There's a reason why I talk about sports and not play them. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they've got a chance to run the table as goofy as it is, but they could also end up nine and three. So that's the SEC. You've got to bring the mentality every week that you are ready to go. And if you don't, you get an L been that way forever and it's not changing in 23 that's the sec i brian appreciate you so much as always where can the people find some more of your work at fb scout underscore florida you can see some of those kai Bates highlights on there uh, they're down a couple couple of pla couple places but uh man he's he's an athlete he's gonna he's be a, a really good player